Longtime listeners to this show know that I always get excited about companies who create real solutions to real problems we have in the music industry. And because of this, I'm happy to shine a spotlight on those solutions and the people who create them. Welcome to the future of what? I'm Portia Sabin, president of the Music Business Association. On today's episode, we talk to the CEO and the COO of Travana Tracks about their innovative product that makes all aspects of sync licensing easier. It's all coming up on The Future of What. Can I have a taste of your ice cream? Can I lift the crumbs from your table? Can I interfere in your crisis? No, mind your own business. No, mind your own business. My guests today are Jennifer Freed and Selena Meir. Jennifer is the founder and CEO of Travana Tracks. Selena is the COO. Ladies, welcome to the future of what? Thank you. Thank you so much for having us. I'm super happy to talk to you. I have been just doing my research on Travana Tracks and I'm like totally geeked out and stoked. I'm like, oh my God, this is so cool. <laughs> so you guys have created a really cool thing for the benefit of the music industry, which I'm always excited about. So um, Jennifer, since you are the founder, do you want to tell us what it was that drove you to, to create this solution? Sure. My pleasure. So really, I am a film lover. I have been in the film production business since I graduated from college, and I was a production accountant for many years. And then I started my first company, which is Travana Post. And through that, we do post-production accounting for feature films and television. And that is, of course, the accounting for the projects after principal photography all the way to delivery. So although it, it, it encompasses editing of picture, sound, visual effects, research screenings, reshoots, lab work, very importantly, it includes music, both composed music and music licensing. And often we saw that the music licensing choices weren't made until the very end of the project, or at least not all of them, because it was dependent on creative choices or budgetary reasons. And so there was just a lot of chaos kind of, you know, in terms mm -hmm. of not having a technology tool to track it in one single source of truth for the choices that are being considered for every song, the research that's involved with it for rights holders, fees that have been negotiated, the media that you need. And it was affecting us as accountants because we our cost reports were never right and our notes were outdated. And so I just kind of decided to try to come up with a solution. I never had done anything with software before, but I knew that I needed to make something that with a workflow that really could encompass a high level of organization because the greatest music supervisors and I would say the greatest accountants need to be organized. A supervisor can select and negotiate great music for a project, but they also have to be great at paperwork and they have to share that with their team. Yeah, absolutely. So that's how I um, came up with the idea. I love it. And I think, you know, that's such a lesson for the whole industry. I mean, we on this podcast, especially I started this podcast in 2014, which is so crazy because now mm -hmm. I feel like I'm this OG podcaster, but it's like. You know, now everybody and their dog has a podcast, so it's very, you know, it doesn't feel special the way that it once did. 
Um, but I, I started this podcast with the, the specific idea of really being able to help artists understand the business aspects of the music business. And that's a really, you know, the point that you just made, you know, even in, in your part of the industry, it's really important that people figure out how to do the business in a, in a manner that makes sense um, and that they can, right. you know, that they can work with. Because I, I feel like especially today, I mean, 20 years ago when I started in the music business, you had, as an artist, two streams of income, basically. And a sink was like, you know, getting hit by lightning, but it was a bonus on top. Now there's hundreds, hundreds of streams. So, you know, it's keeping track of, of where the money is coming from is really important. So, Selena, you came to this from the book publishing industry. Can you talk about like what attracted you to this? Yes, yes, of course. Well, I have always been on the business side of a creative industry and I've always, you know, been surrounded by art and creative people my whole life, but was always more of the champion for them, right? So I started out in book publishing on the PR side. And as my career grew, I really became, you know, an executive leader running like the media department essentially at a book publisher. So PR, marketing, communications, digital. And I thought I'd be doing that for the rest of my career. And then life brought my family from New York to LA (laughs) where there is not a lot of book publishing and this was pre-COVID. So there was no working remotely across the country. So I kind of had to restart and I really wanted to stay within entertainment. So I I just really focused on networking and, you know, started freelancing a little bit and then took a a bit of a pivot and worked at a, a fintech for a couple years, but kept up my my networking in the media and entertainment space and I met Jennifer and I thought oh my gosh like not only is Jennifer a really incredible human being and a brilliant businesswoman but she has created a company that's in this space that I love you know the interface of music and film I mean literally my family every time a song comes on my husband says, what movie is this from? And we all have to like race to figure it out. Like that's been going on for decades. So to find out that I could actually work in that space and bring my business acumen um, and help Jennifer take it to the next level was like, wow, you know, just the most incredible career move I've ever been able to make. I love that's how I got here. I love it. So let's talk about, you know, I mean, I understand the importance of sync and and some of the ins and outs of of how sync works. And and so to me, this tool just is like, oh, this is a no brainer. Like, obviously, anything to make this process easier would would be great. But maybe you can tell me some of the, you know, the, the reactions in the industry to the product once you've, you know, once you started putting it out in the market. Yeah, I can start by kind of sharing what we really do. So first of all, we're for the media companies. So that means the studios, streamers, video game developers, sports leagues, broadcasters, and even advertising agencies, anyone who wants to sync music to their production. So we we call them buyers, right? I'm, I'm sure a lot of your guests are on the other side, but that, so that's the side that we're for. And what we do is bring everything, because music rights is by nature reliant on 
like Jennifer said, a lot of paperwork and repetitive tasks. So Travana Tracks manages all of it in, in a smart system. So you enter the data once and it travels through the project from clearance to licensing to payment with you. And it really is a massive you know, productivity tool but also it provides global visibility into the, the granular data and the high level data that just was never available to um, our client base before Travana because Excel just can't provide that kind of um, <laughs> access to reporting and analysis. And then the other thing that it does that is a massive productivity tool and something that both the our clients and the licensors love is that it streamlines the communication with licensors because of that like one-time data entry and the um, creation of the quote and confirmation letters everything is accurate and always in the same place and and it's speedy right and then it also lets you deliver the project really smoothly so where the the money comes in it comes in in several ways but what our clients really love is the ability to quickly recall information and licensing history, either when they're in a negotiation or if they need to do any, you know, reporting or they need to decide, should we restructure our relationship with a particular licensor because of the volume that we're using them? So it's creating a lot of efficiency and just visibility that wasn't available before. I love that. I, I mean, I love it. It like does my heart good to think of any any type of systems that make things easier have always been, you know, right at the top of my list. Because I don't know, you know, I'm you guys have been in, in different industries, but certainly in the music industry, you know, 15 years ago, 12 years ago, when the internet really started to, to take off, we were just getting inundated with tech companies that were starting up that had really, really stupid things that they were able to do that nobody wanted, <laughs> you know, and people, they were getting, you know, millions of dollars of investment for these yeah. things that just were totally not helpful. And I was so excited when, you know, about seven, eight years ago, maybe a little bit longer, I don't know, the pandemic makes everything, you know, seem different. You know, these companies started coming into the marketplace with real solutions, like actual solutions to actual problems that we have, because the music business is nothing if not incredibly complicated and sync licensing is one of those areas where it's just like man anything that can help people keep track of what's going on is really critical and it's so funny because it's so right brain left brain at the same time because sync with film is exactly what you were talking about selena it's it's art right it's like the creation of a new art form with two different pieces of art it's it's so it's such an important part of our lives it is. And it is the biggest driver of emotional connection between the content and the viewer, like without a doubt. So it's really, really, really important. And it's important to get it all right and, you know, ultimately make sure that those downstream payments are made to the artists. Absolutely. And to the companies who are representing the artist, because it's very rare these days for artists to do sync licenses on their own behalf. Usually they are working with a company that's helping them out or their label is doing it or whatever. And then, yeah, of course, it's it's a it, it's a relationship business, as as all industries are. Mm -hmm. And, you know, once a, a supervisor, music supervisor or whoever makes a good connection with, you know, somebody else in the industry, they'll probably work together a lot, like you said. And to streamline that process of being able to of workflow is just critical. 
Yeah, so everyone involved in the project can see what's happening. They know what the progress is, so you don't have to ask as many questions, and they can retrieve it, um, either the data itself or the documents, and they can really just very easily share what's happening and, and where the hiccups are and where they need to look for alternates and why. Right. It's all right there. In kind of a storytelling way, I feel as though a music supervisor comes onto a project, they're given a script, they read the script and they see, okay, I need 20 scenes that need licensed sync music. And so, of course, they don't just research 20 songs, they're going to research multiple options for every scene because it's going to be dependent, you know, on those creative decisions. And um, if the editor thinks it's going to work in the scene, if if the licensor even approves the usage, they might not, depending on the context that it's being used in. So you're for 20 scenes, you could be researching over 100 tracks. And to keep all of that in one place and be able to say, okay, this was my first choice of, that we're going with, but also here's a few alternates. Here's some that we've passed on for now, but we might change our mind. You know, at a screening, they might say, oh, remember that one from three weeks ago? Let's put that back. So this is really a way to avoid Excel on an independent laptop that isn't, you know, shared with the team, post it notes everywhere. You can just, update things as the show progresses. But while we started it as thinking about it one project at a time, what we quickly realized is that it really is an enterprise solution for when you're working on multiple projects in different statuses at one time. Yeah. So what has the reaction been from some of your clients? Well, they are clients, so the people who recognize that technology is really what kind of powers their creative business, they realize that it can be applied in an integral way so that they can grow and thrive. And that's whether the company is two people or hundreds of people, right? So it's the people who kind of rely on no tools or Excel Dropbox combinations that just aren't as efficient. So. What they've really found is this gives them kind of guardrails, you know, to make sure that in a high volume situation, there's clarity on rights holder information, splits, fees, usage, all of the information in the same place, the same time. Everybody's not working from Excel spreadsheets that have all different columns and amounts of information in them. We've standardized that kind of stuff where we feel it makes sense, but we've let customization come in when it's needed for that company's particular workflow. And they've just really appreciated being able to cut down on those repetitive tasks, keep consistent brand communication with their licensors. The licensors we think really appreciate it because they know when they get a document that's been generated out of Travana, even though it comes from the person, that it's clean, everything's in there, and they know where to look. And then, you know, just back to the company's appreciation of just the being able to report on the progress and statistics across all their projects, and our reports are personally tailored. So 
somebody in one department can create one depart one kind of report versus somebody in business affairs has a different one than finance has a different report than somebody in creative. So I think those are the things that have highlighted the most appreciation. And we're just continually getting feedback from the industry and building new features and improvements on the existing ones to make it even more valuable. I have actually asked all of our clients what would happen if Travana was taken away from them and the response is complete horror and I, I, we're completely reliant on it. Like I can't imagine anything worse. So that's a good, <laughs> that's a good reaction, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's so, I just think, you know, I mean, I, I was, I ran a record label for 13 years. So I was on the the side of providing the tracks to, you know, mm-hmm. sync mm-hmm. folks who were trying to create syncs and, and the company we worked with that was our, you know, music licensing company partner. And sometimes, I mean, it was really crazy. Sometimes you would have iterations of the same song because it's like, you know, depending on the, the needs of the sync, you know, people could say something like, oh, we love this song, but can you do a, like a, an edit where you take out, make it this long, or you take out these words, or you, you know, loop this part of it. And, and, and so it would be iterations of the same song. And I mean, the confusion of, you know, oh, wait, which one was that? Version four, mm-hmm. version eight? <laughs> like, if you right. didn't have, I mean, you know, I can only imagine how many problems this solves because of, of that sort of thing, which is actually not that infrequent. That's right. Yeah. And beyond that, there is now a consistency and an understanding of, of workflow. And as we see every day, you know, departments are changing and, you know, people go on vacation or need to be out for other reasons. And that's the other thing our clients say that prior to Travana, they just had no idea how to pick up a task from somebody else and now now they can and and they can train on consistent behaviors in their department that was harder uh, before they had Travana. Oh, so it's actually yeah. freeing up some time for them. Oh, yeah. Big. Oh, yeah. massive time savings. Massive. That's fantastic. That yeah. is a, it's a huge deal. Right. Yes. So, so the, the thing is, is that we're not advocating that everyone shifts to new systems just because they're innovative, right? We're just saying if you find a specific software that is built for exactly what you do every single day, right? Mm-hmm. Then that is why we would love to talk to you, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, because we just want people to imagine their departments being able to function at their highest level. And now we are advocates that you know technology is that one investment that you will not regret. Absolutely. And, you know, I think workflow, it's so funny because workflow keeps coming up in conversations over yeah. and over. And I think it's I think it's because of the pandemic. It's like, you know, we had this crazy disruption where everybody worked from home. But now that people are sort of back in the office or at least partially back, people are thinking about, wait a minute, you know, how am I using my time? You know, and can I use it better? And I feel like that's such a, a through line of every conversation I have on this podcast and in my job and just sort of in general. And so it's really cool that you guys have created this tool that's really allowing people to uh, use their time more wisely. Well, we agree. Thank you for that. Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. We're also also really excited to be new members of Music Business Association. Last year was our first year of joining. 
and we went to the convention and we and the conference and we're looking forward to coming back this May. Absolutely. We're excited to have you. It's going to be really fun as usual um, and a great place for people to meet each other who are doing business in the you know business, the commerce of recorded music, as, as we say. So Jennifer Freed and Selena Mir from Travana Tracks, thank you so much for being with me today on The Future of What? Thank you, Portia. We really enjoyed talking with you and we'll see you in May. Awesome. Thank you, ladies. And that's our show. Our theme song is Mind Your Own Business by the Delta Five and is played by permission. Subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review. Today's show was engineered by Chandler Maynard at Relationary Marketing in Nashville and was produced by Dana Rogers and Henrik Bick. I'm Portia Sabin, president of the Music Business Association. See you next time. Can I have a taste of your ice cream?